The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is Mick Shots, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. And here we are. It's oh, another really? edition of Mixed Shots inside the SWBC podcast studio here at the Star in Frisco. There are football players on a football field wow. nearby. <laughs> Coaches out That's there. There's a rumor. It's only it, a rumor. How about that? <laughs> yeah. Here it is. It's May 12th, and we are now officially less than four months away from the first Sunday of the National Football League season. And tonight, we find out officially who the Dallas Cowboys will be playing, not only in that season opener, but also the entire 17-game regular season. I assume the three preseason games as well. Maybe not preseason. Oh, maybe not. Okay, hey, sorry. Preseason games are important, guys. Especially take it from, for take us. it from an undrafted free agent. Usually, those come out a little bit later when they kind of arrange training camp and everything. But yeah, now we can tonight seven o'clock. We can plan the rest of our lives for this year. Or you can go on Twitter right now and, and see what's being leaked. and see what the schedule leaks that are out there and and try to determine whether this is true or not. Well, the NFL's kind of loosely sending out stuff to keep everybody interested as kind of a ramp up to the release. So we do know when Mike McCarthy is headed, headed back, back to, Green, to Bay. Green Bay, November thirteenth. Three five p.m. Mm-hmm. at at Lambeau Field. Uh, I want. I and I. I wrote. It's going to be a crap show. I wrote today. I wrote <laughs> I mean, today. You I think mean, when he left, so he much he said, "I shall return." Yeah. You know? <laughs> I mean, could you imagine the memes that are going to be out there for him coming back? Looking like he's uh, on Mike McCarthy Napoleon. way. Yeah, Napoleon coming back to town. Yeah. <laughs> George Washington crossing over. What is the lake out there? What is what is the lake? Lake Lambo. Lake Lambo. Is that what they call <laughs> No, it's Lake Lambo. It's, <laughs> what is it? Erie. Uh, lake Michigan. Michigan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh man, he'd be like. You know, Green Bay borders one of the Great Lakes. I don't know if it's right. It's <laughs> yeah, it's, Lake Lambo. It's, it's close. Yeah. There mean, you go. All right. I mean, there's a bay there because it's Green Bay, right? <laughs> there you go. There you go. I've had my feet in that bay before, believe it or not. Because I, I did a, uh, a a parade up there or something. A parade? Yes, we went a parade. Me and a bunch of other old veterans. This was 20 years ago, so I was still an old, a former veteran and uh, a former player. And we, we went to some parade, and we were, I don't know where this town was, but the water was so clear. I don't know what, what town. It was around Green Bay, and we had a little parade, and we, we were in the sports bar signing autographs. And when we had a break, they had a little dock there. I put my feet in the water, and it looked like I was in Jamaica. The water was that, <laughs> that nice. clear? It was that clear it in the Lake, summertime. It wasn't Lake Michigan. It was then. not Lake Michigan. I don't know where it was. Someone told me where it was before. I forgot. That's 20 years after that. So, no, it's, it's got some really nice – if you go up there to the – Oh, it's a beautiful yeah, it's area. It's beautiful up in there. Yeah. The, the Michigan area, they have a spot there where people can sunbathe and actually swim in the water. One so, of yeah. my best friends I grew up with, his uh, parents had a cottage north of Green Bay. What, what, what and am it I was talking on about a, then? It was on a river, and it was just gorgeous Yes. Up there. So, except okay, the time I knew I, wasn't, I knew I wasn't dreaming that. Except the time <laughs> we went up there to go skiing in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, and uh, we woke up that morning and it was forty below, not wind chill, forty <laughs> below. Wait a minute, man! It's, right? That doesn't even sound right. And we were like, "No, we can't do this." So we were going to leave and head back south and find a different place. We couldn't get the car started because the oil was too wow. thick. Wow, come on, man. That's too much. That's too much. So that's, thank that's, God for, that's Green Bay in the winter. Thank God for, for Southwest, right, Bill? 
That's exactly right. <laughs> okay. Uh, All right. Well, let's go. Uh, enough story time, Green Bay. <laughs> we can save that for week 10 of this season. I was going to ask him if he ever played a memorable game in Green Bay. I, I played or a game in, in Green Bay, but it was not memorable. Nothing memorable? No, it was 84. We were horrible. They were horrible. No, it was okay. But you played in Milwaukee. Uh, no. Eighty nine, maybe it was ninety. No, no, played this in. was and definitely in ninety. The, uh, 90 the Cowboys played in Milwaukee at County Stadium, where the side the teams were on the same sideline. Yeah, eighty nine. Because you would remember Milwaukee because the benches were all on the same no, side. It was, it was like Milwaukee. the old Minnesota Stadium, right? Baseball park. So, all right. So uh, you know, one of the interesting things when you look at the uh, schedule leaks, which some of these uh, I think are probably right on. Um, for instance, the it's reported out there that Cincinnati might be coming here on Thanksgiving and that Tampa might be in the month of November and Green Bay. It's already out there. It's in November. The I was thinking, you know, it seems like every year the month of November, and it's not just because the Cowboys have the Thursday game in November where you you're, have a packed-in schedule where you're going to play three games in however many days and that sort of thing, but it, it, it always seems like the schedule is a little tougher in that stretch of the season. It is. And you know why that is? Why because is they compress the games. No, it's not because of uh, – I'm not talking about because of the calendar. Oh. I'm talking about the because opposition. The, right, the, the strength and of the opposition. The reason is November is a ratings month for the TV say networks. TV. Yes. It's a ratings month for the TV networks. And when you see – the networks, they're picking, okay, I want that game for sure, and they're going to put that game for sure in November uh, when the it's a key uh, TV ratings month. And so the Cowboys, being America's team, they get, they're one of the top picks, obviously, uh, for uh, the TV networks. And so you're going to have. Um, more often than not, the Cowboys having a tougher opposition, a tougher schedule opposition-wise in November than other months of the season. Sort of like last year when it was Kansas City on Sunday, Vegas on Thanksgiving, New Orleans the following. Usually, you got Thursday. a Philadelphia game early in November, also when and so. So anyway, when I see these schedule leaks and I'm seeing, okay, it looks like green. Well, for sure we know green. We know Bay. that the green. I mean, right. the and NFL then, announced then, that. And then if if Tampa Bay and Cincinnati are in the month of November, well, that's the reason why because TV networks want those matchups in that month. Yeah, somebody say how can, how does this stuff get out? I said. The U.S. Supreme Court can't keep a secret. Do <laughs> you think the NFL can? <laughs> Goodness I mean, but, gracious. But this kind of, you know, it doesn't explain it because we can see it happening. Cowboys always start off fast. I mean, in, in the not-so-good years. And we end up kind of stalling a bit towards the end of the season. That's not just because the competition is good, but it's the scheduling as well. So you have to put all that together. And we have to be ready for that as a team. We have to practice in that manner. We have to plan in that manner. Our game plan has to be called in that manner. I think that's why uh, we're holding back on our best plays, you know, waiting. You know, we're going to wait till we have to play these important games, wait till the playoffs. We're going to save all these good Try plays. Try to get the other stuff. Yeah, through. yeah. We didn't do that. I mean, well, it never came out. So this year, when it comes to – and we already knew this, right? Because we know who the they're playing, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the Cowboys and Washington are tied for the weakest strength of schedule this year. Weakest. The teams they're playing have a 462 winning percentage. And tell me who the third weakest and the fourth weakest are. The Giants and the Eagles. <laughs> now, why do you think this is? Because they play each other and their wow. records were so bad. And well, I, I mean, saw the, that. Because you go outside the division, though. Well, no, no, that's my point. Yeah. So it's offset by they have to play five games against seven of the other division winners right so it 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 doesn't it got to play both teams from the super bowl um you got to play the super bowl champions um and so yeah and i i figured out eight games against teams that were had winning records hmm. Eight games, two, you know, Philadelphia barely, right, nine and eight. And then they play 
three of the top five teams that had winning records in I mean the best records yes. in the league. Yeah. But the other problem is they also have to play four of the five worst teams in the league because of the schedule. They got to play Detroit 3-13 and 1. They play two games against the Giants 4 and 13. They play Houston 4 and 13 and Jacksonville 3 and 14. Oh my, god. Oh my god, we play Houston, Jacksonville and Detroit. Yes. <laughs> Here we got the NFC North and the AFC South. Right. And so by the rotation, just because they've got to play the corresponding teams that finish first uh, in the divisions that they're not playing, mm-hmm. uh, Green Bay and the Rams, it, it, it didn't equal – It didn't. It would be Tampa Bay and the Rams. I mean Tampa Bay, yeah. Uh, it's like, oh, so – it's it's not as easy as it looks. And then the crossover, the seventeenth game is against Cincinnati. Right. So And they were only ten and seven. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And so just as a matter of review, uh, just as we lead up, this is our pregame show for the schedule That's right. release. Uh the opponents that we know in the home and away. The away outside of the NFC East teams, the away games for the Cowboys are at Tennessee. At Jacksonville, at the Rams, at Minnesota, and at Green mm. Bay. Mm. Okay. So those are your five road games. So think about that. That's pretty. Dark. At Tennessee, at Jacksonville, at the Rams, at the Vikings, at the Packers. What do you hope to go? <laughs> I mean, there's only one that you say. Well, okay, Jacksonville, right? And that sounds like it might be the opener. Um, the Jacksonville's the opener. I mean, you want to get off to a good start? <laughs> Wait, in Jacksonville? Watch maybe, out, Cowboys. Maybe. I'm not know. saying it is. I'm just saying. Hey, man, we could, let's take a road trip for that one. Just yeah, the three of us, man. We go there and we just take our shirts off. And you want to drive? You want to drive? Yeah, it's going to be up there. There should be no one up there in the in the top uh, tier of the stands. We Opened just, at Tampa last year. Yeah. We're not at Jacksonville this year. Go back to Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, Home get, games. Get a cooler. Okay, so but playing at Tennessee, at the Rams, at the Packers, and at Minnesota, we'll see. Which is never easy for the Cowboys. Mm -hmm. So you hope three and two out of that? Yeah, you'd pay for that. Okay, home games. Okay, home games. Tampa Bay, Detroit, Chicago, Houston, Cincinnati. Indianapolis. Wow. You probably would have liked that reversed, right? Go to those. Go to those teams because, you know, although I don't know about home field advantage anymore. I'm running through them again. You got Indianapolis and Houston. You got Cincinnati. You got Tampa Bay, Detroit, and Chicago. No, they could play. The Colts game is going to be a tough game. They could play Cincinnati. The Colts game is going to be a tough game. Yeah, they, a lot of people think the Colts, now with Matt Ryan at quarterback there, that the uh, Colts are a sleeper team this year. Well, with their running game, mm-hmm. they, they they make a lot of noise. Mm-hmm. when they, We're talking about their running game. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see. So what is – what's when you – okay, what are you looking for when the schedule comes out, I, personally? I, I first look for – What's happening on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day? And we kind of know what? Christmas Day games. We don't have to worry about that. But Christmas Eve, Christmas Eve you, you would you want, want a home, home game. game against Philadelphia? Uh, that would be fine. Okay. I don't care who it is. Okay. That, you but, want a you want a noon game? Um, that would be even better. I think you're going to get a 325 probably. <laughs> but. Is that is that for your own comfort? Yes. Or? Yeah. Oh, he asked me what I was looking oh, for. So look, I'm thinking you're thinking for the Cowboys. <laughs> the best interest of this team. No, it's, it's, they, they, they pay. They, Everson, write, my they write their check. Okay? Everson, this is mix shots. Yeah, I was going to say. I mean, even, even, <laughs> come on, man. And then I look at what's that? You thing? got a star on your check. Then okay. I look at <laughs> I look at what's at Thanksgiving and what's immediately before and immediately after. And then here in recent years, immediately after has been another, another Thursday Thursday game, night which... game, and that probably will happen again because they probably want them on Amazon Prime. You would right? think now, yeah, because it's 
you actually would want that because otherwise, if you if they're going to be on Amazon Prime at another juncture during the season, it's going to screw up another week for you. Because it makes a short week, right? Yeah, that, that means you got two short – unless you had that scheduled after the buy. But the problem is you you don't get a break after your short week. you got to play again before you get the, the buy. And then I look for if there's any – uh, like three consecutive road games, and and where because if you got to go coast to coast, a couple and that's happened before. Uh, so those are the things I normally first look. Well, for. I'm starting to look at things differently because now I don't know if you've heard the uh, promos, but you know the uh, Star Tours. We, no, we have to worry about Star Tours as well. Mr. That's right. Spagnola. That's right. Forget about that. Well, we did we it have on to be available for them. <laughs> we did it on Christmas Day we last sure year. Did. Yeah. We sure did. So, See, yeah, I, th- I look at Christmas Day kind of ends at noon, basically. Mm-hmm. Christmas Eve is different to me, anyway, from a traditional standpoint. Mm-hmm. I remember when they played away games on Christmas Day, both times in in Phoenix, in yeah. Arizona. Yeah. And it's like, I am not waking up in a hotel room <laughs> Christmas morning, right? So I flew on my own uh, Christmas Day because they were night night games in Arizona. And with the time difference, you could leave at 3, you get there at 3, mm-hmm. and... I took the red eye back. I only missed one meal. <laughs> Let me tell you how big high school football is here in Texas. For those of you who don't live in Texas, this is how big high school football is here. During the pandemic year 2020, normally the high school football season ends the weekend before Christmas. It's a six. If you go all the way, which to is the, ridiculous, which, by the way, which is, you, which is ridiculous. Yeah, okay, it's a, you know, they can't figure out how and these well, these poor college kids. You right. can't have you can't have playoffs. You can't play that many games. Right, whatever. right. But in Texas in high, high school, school football, if you schedule. if you win the state, if you play in a state championship game, you're playing a 16 game <laughs> schedule, and that's that doesn't count the two scrimmages you had back in August. Oh, I'm trying to go to school. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? <laughs> all right. But during the pandemic, okay, the schedule got all pushed back. And so the the actually the state championship games were played in January. So it came down to Christmas weekend. And Christmas, I guess, fell on a Friday the, that year, two years ago. And they actually played high school football playoff games at 8 o'clock on Christmas Eve night here at over in Arlington. And, and everyone was in their houses watching the game. <laughs> or they were at the stadium. Or they were at the stadium, yeah, right? you couldn't hardly go anywhere. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, that's how big high school football is here. So I, so any complaints, Mickey, about the Cowboys playing at 325 on Christmas Eve? You don't want to hear about yeah. it. And by the way, there's a difference. You know, uh, you, you Caucasian people, you know, y'all y'all are done at noon. We drag <laughs> ours out. And we, we're going to be all day on all Christmas evening. Day. Yeah. Uh-huh. I get home at like 2 in the morning, the 26th. Yeah. <laughs> That's how we do it. <laughs> That's the way you ought to do it. Yeah. That's the way it should be done. That's right. Well, I can't wait to see it, by the way. So this is oh, one, this one is other one of the big days of the year for you, Mickey? One one other one other <laughs> Yes, it is. Okay. One other note. Teams with the hardest schedules, like that had the hardest schedule from twenty sixteen on twenty sixteen. The 49ers and the Falcons tied for the worst uh, record the year before. 49ers, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, they had the hardest schedules the year before. 49ers, the next year in 2016, went 2-14. and 14. Falcons ended up losing the Super Bowl. In 2017, the Broncos went 5-11. and 11. In 2018, the Packers went 6-9-1. <laughs> In 2019, the Raiders went seven and nine. The Patriots in 2020 went seven and nine, and then in 2021, the Steelers lost the wild card game to Kansas. So those are teams that that had the best record, the previously. hardest hardest schedule, schedule coming into that season. Right, they okay. were tops, which doesn't relate at all to the Cowboys okay, this year. Now, so, so tell us, tell the, us the, the one easiest. with the easiest because right. the Cowboys supposedly have the easiest schedule. So check this out, 2016. Packers ten and six lost the NFC there you go. championship. There you game. go. Twenty seventeen Colts went four and twelve, so they must have been really bad. Twenty eighteen the Texans went 
11 and 5 and yeah. lost the wild card. Okay, game. That, that works. That works. 2019, Washington went 3 and 13 and missed that, the playoffs. Odd numbered year, that doesn't matter. And they weren't, <laughs> this is an and they weren't that good in 2018, by the way. Right. Twice. So uh, where am I at? 2020, the Ravens went 11 and five, right. and in 2021, the Eagles went nine and eight. So the majority of the teams that had the easiest schedule ended up having especially an even number of years like this year playoff games <laughs> and even number. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah, he's he's, he's correlating. So, so but the problem ways. with that for the Cowboys is Washington also has the easiest schedule, right. and so that could apply to Washington. Maybe they'll too. tie, right? Yeah. All right. That's a little preview of the NFL schedule. We got something else to preview when we come back here on Mix Shots because a mini preview. There are rookies in the house as of today here at the Star in Frisco when we come back. Brace yourself for an existential question. Has your butt been having enough fun lately? Have you been treating it well? Has it been going places? If not, then it's about time you start using SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to get your butt tickets to live events. Just ask the thousands of other butts who have rated it the number one ticketing app. So what are you waiting for? Download the app now or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events and make your butt happy. SeatGeek, get your seat in a seat. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. The Cowboys way where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like, where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day, where we are all defined by one single thing, the star, where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. At AT AT&T, Everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call. And teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone, new and existing customers, our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone. Even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. Back, back, back to Mick Shots. K-Pro Roofing and Waterproofing, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. From corporate homes to your home, have your roof checked by choice, not by chance. Call now, 214-225-4860, kpostcompany.com. K-Post. K-Post. All right. Very good. Did I not get post out very well? Well, it was you came out of the blocks a little shaky there, but yeah, you, you made little, up for it there. Little, you sprinted to the finish kicked, line, kicked in gear, a little, spittle, right. little potential those spittle. last twenty yards. All right, uh, or meters, I guess. Now, what's, right? what's going through the minds of uh, the rookies that are headed to the Star in Frisco today? Everson, as a rookie, you're a, you're arriving on campus for the first time at an NFL training site. What, what's going through your mind as a rookie? I was, uh, I was pissed, first of all. Because you weren't drafted. Yes. <laughs> I was very upset. <laughs> Driving up there, I was very upset. Of course, I came from my mom's house, so I just had to drive up the street in my little Mustang. 72, by the way. You didn't have to ride, with, your, with, you didn't ride a, your bike? No, no, with a cinder, back holding up, cinder block holding up the back of my, my front seat. So as I'm driving up there, I'm thinking to myself, i got to see what these guys look like. I just want to see my fellow DBs and see what they look like. Man, I was so upset. I was so upset. So the first drill. And, and this was back Forest Lane. Yes, yeah, of course. They weren't even in the at Valley Ranch yet. No, no. So, so I, how that's many? Why I had to just drive around the street. Those two miles. How many? How many? <laughs> I drove around the street. How many undrafted rookies were at that? Do you think? 
if you had to estimate? We had 25 rookie DBs, so I would imagine 25 20, just DBs? Yes, yes. So I'd imagine you had 20 undrafted. Vince Skillings was drafted in the third round. Uh, I can't even, I think it may have been 23 of us were, were undrafted. I mean, but at that time, they didn't have any, any cornerbacks. You know how that was. You, you, well, no, you weren't really hit. Bill was, no, but, but they had drafted some, and they, they didn't really pan the out. The first draft choice was a third rounder, and that was Vince Skillings from Ohio State. The first, cor- the first cornerback. The, yeah, but he was the first draft pick for the Cowboys. They didn't have a, a first and second round pick. No, I thought Howard Richards was. I'm the, sorry, Howard. I'm thinking defensively. Round, I'm defensively. Defensively. I'm okay. so sorry. I'm yeah, 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 yeah. And and Vince Skillings was the first one. Third he was round. A, he was sixth round. Was he sixth round? Sixth round. Yep. So wait, wait. That was the first defensive back. Uh, Vince Skillings, DB Ohio State, sixth round. So you have Ron Fellows and Ken Miller. Ron Fellows was seventh round. A and B. And Ken Miller. So Vince Skillings did not make the team. Fellows obviously did make the team. Ken Miller did not make the team. He was out of Eastern Michigan. And that was it as far as DBs. So you had three DBs drafted in that draft. Did they list Fellows? They listed Fellows as a DB? Yes, they did. Because he was a wide receiver at Missouri. Right. No, he came in straight up DB. No, he did not run one pass pattern. (laughs) (laughs) He was running backwards when he got there. So yeah, my so first, three my first. draft picks, DBs, and, and it could be there. They were all corners. Yes. Okay. And, and then there were so there were twenty two others undrafted. Yes. That including Michael Downs. There you go. Who, who also was able could have rode his bike to so, the practice. No, 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 no. Not maybe to the Cotton no. Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but no, not, not to the not north side. Cliff. Not to the north side. Yeah, he was over there by Hamilton Park. Okay. So if you if you included all the other positions. They they brought in like fifty undrafted free agents. It was a hundred and twenty five rookies in camp at training camp or camp in the spring. At, right after I was rookie told, camp. we had a hundred and twenty five rookies. I don't know what made it to camp. Because once upon a time, you know, they used to have the rookies come out yeah. to Thousand Oaks around July fourth. We, we came early. Yeah, two weeks early, basically. Yeah. Beat yeah. up on each other before right. the yeah. veterans yeah. got there. Yeah. So when we came to the rookie camp, though, that was still it was at, at uh, Valley, uh, Forest Lane. First, you know, Tony Hill was the only veteran that showed up, and he was just trying to get loose. You know, he just wanted to kind of get loose. You know, because he had the weight problem. He always had a problem with his weight in the off season. So when I see Tony Hill there, I get fired up, man. My hair starts standing up. Like, man, let me, you know, I'm still, I'm already pissed off. I got to come up here and deal with this free agency crap. <laughs> I just got 11 interceptions, so now I got to show some more stuff. So I jump up here on Tony Hill, and boy, that's when we first got to know each other. <laughs> boy, he, he shook me down real good. He shook me down real good because I lined up on him. He's like, no, nah, man, I just want to get some, some work. I'm like, no, nah, man, you Tony Hill. You're the best. I want to be the best. He's like, rookie. He didn't even know my, of course. I'm like, I want to be the best. He's like, no, man, you need to back up. Like, no, man, I was on him, right? Boy, he shook me down. I was broke my ankle. So (laughs) of those 25 uh, DBs, okay, that were in that rookie camp, who would you say had the A personality in the room? Was it Everson? Oh, no. No, it was not me. No, I wasn't there yet. I wasn't there yet. All my anger was inside. Okay. Yeah, as I got older, I let it out. Okay. No, my anger was down off in here. That's why me and Tony Hill got into it. uh, You're you're getting into it with Tony Hill. Yeah. So I'm thinking the one guy in that room who knew he was going to make this team. Vince Skillings. Really? Yeah. Okay. And he was wrong. (laughs) <laughs> it was wrong. <laughs> so, yeah. So, you didn't know you were going to make the team. No. You were just bound and determined no. you were going to Well, I was bound and determined. Yeah. But who we knew was going to make the team right away, first drill, Michael Downs. I mean, when he lined up, it's like, this guy's from Rice University? Mm-hmm. I mean, his arms were like this long. He was lining up on wide receivers. When you get a guy jamming you with arms this long, the receivers were like, they were whipped before the ball was snapped. And he was the guy. You could tell. Okay, he let, was the guy. Let me ask they you this. him up oh, first me, every time. Okay, okay let just, me ask you this. All right, so there was a wide receiver taken in the second round of that draft. Doug Donnelly. Uh, Doug Donnelly. That's right. So, that's my dude. So when you lined up against Doug Donnelly. Oh, I wanted to tear him up. <laughs> no, as a matter of fact, we went at it all offseason. Uh, it was actually illustrated 
uh, in one article uh, about me and Doug and, and the, the, the struggles that we had. And they, they, they uh, had a, a, an article, uh, just a little depiction about how our one uh, matchup went in a, on that particular day. And it was very contest, hot and contested. It was just a curl route. But, I mean, he and I were going at it like, like that was the only bone in the yard. And, you uh, know, we were a couple of pit bulls or something. Darren, if we'd known that, we'd have called Doug. That's got right. Him on the show. Oh, up the road. Doug, Doug's my dude, man. Doug's mm-hmm. my dude. So how many, was it 12 rounds that year? 12 rounds, yes. Okay, they had 17 was back. There's so, 125 rookies, man. So did when they signed you, like did Gil, I don't know who signed you. I think it was uh, Ray, uh, Jethro. I think came. Through. Okay, because yeah. a lot of times Gill would go tell the guy, "Yeah, you're you're our top no, no, Gil, guy at that Gil, position." I had to talk to Gill on the phone, and they would tell you you were the top guy at the position. Then they'd bring in twenty more at that same. Position. No, that, now that's what they told my strong safety at Grambling. His name was Robert Salter, and Robert Salter got here and he saw all those rookies. Mm-hmm. He shut it down. No, <laughs> he shut it down. He did not participate in any drill. So that's how disheartening it was. You know, you can tell somebody something, they believe you. They yeah, trust you. Right. So this guy's trusting Gil Brandt that he told him the truth. And I don't know why we call him Honey Bear. I don't know why Honey Bear thought that. But once he came to camp, he never participated in one drill. You, you're like, go, you do your drill, you go to the back of the line, and you're like, hey, man, go ahead. He's like, no, nah, man, you go ahead. He told everybody to go ahead. He never participated in one drill. Drew Drew told me when they signed him uh, that they were he was the top wide receiver they were signing. And then he got here and there were 20, 25 more wide receivers. My problem, my, the only time I talked with with Gil, I got fifteen hundred dollars signing bonus. I tried to get on the phone and give him the up to two thousand. That was it. Then he was like, "No, dude, you got what you got." And that was it. That was my only conversation that I had with Gil over the phone at Grambling. So in that 1981 draft, there were 14 draft picks, and only six of the draft picks made the team. Six out of the 14. Well, it was his fault. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. And Michael Downs. And Michael Downs. Uh-huh. Mike messed it up. Uh-huh. Spradlin. It's Dennis and how Spradlin. many interceptions do you have your rookie year? Oh, from where to where? You talk about in, in the, to the postseason. Through Post, the postseason. Through the postseason, it was, six, it was uh, 13. 13. 13. I always want to count the preseason, too. Preseason games <laughs> are extremely important for rookies. Yes. Okay? I mean, for an undrafted, I mean, when these guys are done with their little deal, they come out for one series. and that, Man, it was intense. The fourth quarter, no one's watching. But to the guys that need it, it's extremely intense. I can't get beat. I got to do everything right. You know, because Gene Stallings is waiting over there with the doggone hatchet, and, ready and, to cut you. And so, uh, 13 picks, regular season and postseason, for the undrafted rookie in 1981. So, he obviously convinced this organization that that cornerback position was no longer a need, right? <laughs> no. 1982, first-round draft pick, Rod Hill, cornerback. <laughs> <laughs> Why were they so thirsty for? See, they thought I made it look easy, Spags. So we just get a corner, right? I made it look easy. It must be easy. Everson Walls could do it. He just came from Grambling. Where is that? Gambling? I don't even know where that is. They took another cornerback in the fourth round. Somebody named Brian Carpenter out of Michigan. Bet he didn't make the team. He didn't even. No, he didn't make the team either. So you just think about they. For some reason, I don't think Gil believed in what he was doing. (laughs) He didn't believe himself. You keep you keep trying to make up for the two free agents that you signed. We're up here setting the, the doggone league on fire. Mike's got seven picks in 1981. and got I don't know how many tackles, over 100-plus. Look who they played in the preseason in that year. 81? Yeah. Green Bay was first. Was it really? Yeah. Home right, game? We're going to check him home on game. this. We're going to check him. So, home game. Yeah, home game. Yep, Green Bay. That's why Mike, Mike blocked the punt. I got the uh, touchdown. Yeah. <laughs> you don't forget this stuff, man. You don't forget this stuff. This is very calculating. I mean, we All had right, to make play the second game. Ah, that's a good first road game. First road game, it had to be out in L.A. It was. Yep, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and then Pittsburgh and Houston. Pittsburgh and Houston. There you go. And that's a trip down memory I got, lane I got with Everson. Three picks in four games. All right. Three picks in present four day games. rookies. Uh, you know, we just saw something there from NFL Network. They're talking about this, uh, the New York Giants draft. Kayvon Thibodeau and Evan Neal, okay. their top two draft picks. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. And what did you say, Mickey? 
I, I said I don't trust guys from Oregon, especially defensive guys. All right. So what we unless they're named Mel Renfro. Unless they're named Mel Renfro. Okay. That was the exception. All right. So, so you're not convinced Kayvon Thibodeau is going to make it? Well, in this. I don't know. I've never seen him play. Oh, okay. Or if I have, I didn't know it was him. I heard he talks a lot. All right. Does he? So, but I you're you're not sold on Oregon players. Right. All right. Go ahead. No. Okay. Name, go ahead. Name some Oregon players. I can't. I can't. I Justin I Herbert. Herbert was pretty okay. darn good. Are you and and you had a question about quarterbacks out of Oregon? Cornerbacks. Quarter. Quarterback. Signal callers. Oh, there was somebody else. Yeah. Who? Marcus else? Mariota. Yeah. There we okay. go. Okay. There's the other quarterback. There. That might have. Right. Okay. That might have. Right. All right. Let's see other Oregon players. What? Uh, uh, Panay Sewell, first round pick last year, the Lions. Okay, okay, they they like him. Uh, where's some other? DeForest Buckner. There's one for you. Okay, he was good. <laughs> Still was is he? too. Was he? <laughs> was he? he? He's pretty good. Yeah, he's pretty good. He, he he's one of the reasons that the the Colts are a sleeper team this ah, year. Okay, there you go. All right. Uh, now, you, you got a list of the guys that got, made it? I, I got the whole drafted. list. I got every every NFL player from Oregon. What about right the here. ones the Cowboys drafted? Now, see, that's what he. That's what's yeah, in his head. It all comes back that's to the Cowboys. That's what's in his head. Isn't that that's where Mitchell was from? Uh, yes, that's right. Cornerback. You know what? He's still playing. Hey, Terrence Mitchell and. But. Cowboys traded him away, Kansas City, then he wound up in Cleveland, and he's he's put together a nice little career. Terrence Mitchell. He was a guy, though, that I thought maybe Everson was like him. Yeah, because know? he shows up, rookie. And he had he, – Training but he, camp. He had a cockiness about him as he when he training showed up camp. at training camp. Yeah. And the defensive back coach – was trying to explain something to him and what what to do with technique, <laughs> and and the guy was like a was he like sixth seventh round I don't remember he was late yeah it was late, and he listened and I'm standing right there on the sideline and he goes well coach this is the way I like to do it, and I'm going okay bad answer, <laughs> <laughs> and he and he turned out to be real good eventually yeah yep. but not with the Cowboys seventh round pick yeah. uh, in 2014. And and he was a uh, he's practice squatter his first year in 2014, and he was on the raw. And then he went to the Bears, came back to the Cowboys in 2015, and then he ended up and then in he, uh, Houston, and then Kansas City, Cleveland, Houston. Now now he's with New England. New England. Was there a line? So here we are, eight years later, and he's still in he's league still playing. He's still playing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, just because he's still playing. Linebacker? Was there a linebacker the Cowboys drafted from Oregon? Linebacker. Oh, back in the 80s, right? For the Cowboys? From Oregon? Well, it should be on your list. <clears throat> well, no, these those are current players. Oh, oh. Yeah. Uh, who was it from? You could look it up by. It was Mike Walter. Mike Walter. Yeah. Second round pick in 1983. There was another one, I don't, oh, or maybe yeah. it was. Yeah. He was cool. Maybe yeah, there I was. Like a, <laughs> yeah. he was. He was actually built. He was. He was a good looking kid. Defensive mm-hmm. end, maybe. I'm trying to remember somebody they they were real high on and never panned out. Mm. We'll think about that and come back to it. All right, we're up against a break. What do you want to see in minicamp? Um. Talent. Is there yeah? Is there a particular player Talent. that you're? Yes. Is there a particular player that you're interested in getting your eyes on? Either draft choice. There's nine of them. Right. There's twenty undrafted free agents. I got one for Everson. There's seven guys that were with them last year that didn't get a year of service, so they get to participate. And a handful of guys here on tryouts. So about forty guys. Mm-hmm. So we can talk about that when we come back. Oh, oh you want to do that coming right. back? I, I thought you wanted to do it right now. No. Okay. We'll All right. We'll do it. Back. That's a tease. That's called a tease. And Everson, I got one for you to check I'm ready. out I'm when ready. we come back here on Mix Shots. Before there was a draft, you could size up a cowboy by three simple factors. The crease in his hat, the bend of his brim, and his unbending attitude. A man Stetson didn't just protect him from what life threw at him. It projected a rugged, unstoppable spirit. Stetson hats are still American-made with pride right here in Texas. They're still the unofficial crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. 
Find a retailer nearest you at stetson.com slash cowboys. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with... And I'm Jay Novacek, and we're both with... United United Ag and Turf. Turf the official tractor provider of the Dallas Cowboys. So, if you need a tractor to bale some hay, a mower to cut some grass, or a gator to get some chores done, get a John Deere at United Ag and Turf. And then, let's get to work. Hey, Jay, that's my line. (laughs) Well, not today. Get to work with a John Deere tractor package that's just right for you and your budget. Visit UnitedAgandTurf.com. There's nothing as unique as our eyes which is why Essilor pioneers ways to make lenses as unique as you. Verilux for super sharp vision, Essential Blue for protection, and Crizal for freedom from glare. Three cutting-edge solutions in a single unique lens. So whatever your needs, insist on Essilor. Visit your local Essilor experts and find the perfect lens for you. See more. Do more. Essilor. New Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. You deserve it. I do deserve that. You deserve decadent flavor without sugar. And a day at the beach without sand getting everywhere. And a relaxing bath that your children don't interrupt. I deserve all that? It's really just a visual metaphor for Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. Everything you want, nothing you don't. A visual metaphor on the radio. I do deserve that. Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. The zero you deserve is finally here. Back, back, back to mixed shots. Whether you're watching from home or cheering in the stands with SLR lenses, you'll see every exciting play. Book an appointment at your local SLR experts and find the perfect SLR lens for you. See more, do more, SLR. All right. Cowboys rookies are reporting today. They're actually going to be on the practice field on Friday and Saturday. We'll actually have an opportunity to take a look for the first time. Now, they may not be doing a whole lot on that practice field, but we'll actually be able to. Do they to. ever? I mean, they used to. <laughs> the last couple of years, they scaled it down because this they, is This is an orientation program. Right. Here. Because the they realized that these guys, especially program. the guys that were <laughs> like draft choices, they were all doing getting ready for the draft, right? Getting ready for the combine. And then they came out here. And none of them were in really good shape because they were just practicing their 40 times and how high they could jump and how high they could leap and or how far they could leap. If you want to get in shape for basketball, I'm sorry, football, you play basketball. Mm. You play basketball. Right. That well, gets you. <laughs> if you just think about it, you, 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 a football player doing football workouts, and you put them in a basketball game. He won't make it. I mean, they used he to come out here. The game. They would come out here with their helmets on, and 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 you know, you know when it, I mean, they were like you, right? They they showed up, and it's like, well, I got to show them what I can do. Yeah. And they, you know, the contact, and they were getting more muscle aches and pains. And I remember Patrick Creighton's rookie year mini camp, and he shows up. Parcells is here, and. I, the first day, I was like, oh, this guy's pretty good. The second day, he's not moving very well. <laughs> well, he, he developed, I, I believe it was plantar fasciitis. Oh, I remember that. Right? And and the next day, he's out there trying to – and it's like – I remember telling him, I said, what are you doing? I, I said, I heard you had this. And he goes, yeah. He goes, but you think I'm going to let Bill Parcells nope. think I can't do this? Nope. And he pushed through it. That's right. And, and then it was – you know, he had to basically suck it up and, and rehab so he'd be ready for training camp. But he knew coming from, what was it, northeastern Oklahoma? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, some have, double, you, have, you can't be hurt when you come from northeastern double, Oklahoma. Double directional there, central there no or something. There are no With an A&M injuries. on the end of it. A&M, <laughs> that's what it was, yeah. <laughs> northeastern Oklahoma State A&M. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dot edu. Dot edu, yeah. And he made it. School of Technology. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay so i've got one for you all right it's a sleeper okay that's what i want to hear i want to hear a sleeper so and it's only on a tryout basis oh i don't like that part of it the guy's name is simon matheson simon matheson he's a kicker oh yeah that sounds like a kicker's name now wait yeah (laughs) <laughs> and, and talking I thought, about, I thought you were going to talk about football player. No, no, wait. 
talking about directional <laughs> schools. Kickers, <laughs> they don't have a kicker. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> so there'll be three of them here, right? Simon uh, Matheson. How do you spell Go ahead. Look it up. I'm looking I-E-S-E-N. up. I-E-S-E-N. I, oh, wait. Matheson, M-A-T-H-I-E-S-O-N? S-E-N. S-E-N. Okay. I got it right here. You can read it. Okay. I'm looking him up. He's from Northwest, <laughs> Northwest Missouri, Missouri State. Missouri He's definitely State. He's, He's from definitely Northwest Missouri State A&M Technology. Now, wait. He, his last year there was 2016. Whoa. And he has not been in an NFL camp since, but he went to – he's from Denmark. Denmark. Yeah, I was okay. going to say he's Nordic. Okay. The way he spells his the yeah, last name. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And then he came – It's probably Simone Mathis. Simone, not Simon. <laughs> Uh, and he, and he, you might be right. <laughs> he actually hooked up with, uh, um, oh shoot, Ben Agajanian. No, no. no. <laughs> oh wow! Stop with these names. Morton Anderson. Oh, there you go. Because he's go. from, yeah. he's a Danish Denmark. kicker, yeah. right? Morton was big on him, but he didn't get drafted. He didn't get invited to a camp, but. He started working for a company called TrackMan, and they are the company— Director of Operations and Sales for TrackMan, no okay. less. And that's the company that came up with the tracking the golf shots. You know how you see on TV and they know—you know, you see the laser thing or whatever? <laughs> well, they developed a football program for kickers to judge their uh, leg strength, leg speed— uh, the lift on the ball and how far the ball would have gone on a field goal, right? And NBC brought it into their Sunday night football broadcast, and for the first time they used it at the Super Bowl this year. And he was the guy that would go to the stadiums and set up the tracking devices, and to make sure it was working, he would kick. And people saw him kick, and they're going, well, why aren't you kicking? You're an awfully good kicker. So the Cowboys, I guess, heard about it, and uh, Baltimore was going to bring it into their system and mm-hmm. use it to judge kickers, and he's going to get a tryout. Wow. How about that? See, only kickers can be that old and still come back. 28. Do something. Well, that's the old for a kicker. <laughs> no, it's actually wow. pretty young. So it's an interesting story. I don't know if, if the guy can still kick, but he was pretty good at, at, at Northwest Missouri State. What do you say he he's kicked, 28? He's young. He, he kicked for their, in his four years there, they won three Division II championships. Okay. And Did he have anything to do with that? I don't know if he had any winning <laughs> kicks, you right? Tell me about their record. What does that, that have to he do with showed up, He showed up as a walk-on wide receiver in the middle of his freshman year. You know, he was a soccer so he player. Might have a little, little soccer little player talent. in yeah. Denmark. Okay. And they saw him messing around, kicking, and halfway through the season they were going into a game and I think the kicker got hurt and the coach went up to him and said, You're up. And he ended up his freshman year making ten of ten. I've heard stranger stories. So stranger success stories, hopefully. So it'll be interesting to see him kick. Okay, be looking forward to that. Those preseason games that we'll find out about. That's <laughs> if, who, if that's he who makes we're going to be featuring. If he makes Let's it, go right? down to the sideline now, and Mickey Spagnola will tell the story of Simone Matheson. And it'll be the Simone. best. And it'll be the best story you get too. By the way. <laughs> All right. If they would ever come to me on the sideline. Mm. Yeah, that's right. Um, that's okay. another story. Yeah, are you working the sidelines for real? No, I used to. I was going to say, yeah, I remember you used to. Yeah, it was a disaster. I thought maybe they, called, they called you back. I'm like, wow. They're really, they're really kind of digging at the bottom there. They're like, all right. Well, all right, Everson, I got a cornerback for you. That yes, would sir. be the draft pick out of Fresno State, Duran Bland. Okay. You need to check out. Duran Bland. Duran Bland. All right, that's cool. I like some of the video of him. Yeah, you can you can either come to the practice or you can just look pull, at pull him. Yeah, up on Google YouTube. Up. Yeah, I Google up. Uh, and now, I have to say, uh, this young man, Marquise Bell. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Is he good? Well, we haven't seen him yet, but I've heard about him. I know okay. the Cowboys like him. 
Well, his they, they, he was a draftable guy. My college roommate. That's his. That's his nephew. Really? Yeah. And was so that the, they told me to look out for him. They sent me, sent me his phone number. The running back, Marquise Bell. It's not a running. No, he's safety. Safety. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm, I hadn't called him yet, but I got to call this guy and let him know he's got some some. I family. checked him out. I don't have my big green notebook. Why with is me. he not in your big? Oh, you don't it, have it, your big. No, green no I don't have. I didn't okay. bring my notebook. Drafts over. So what you yeah, know about him? What, you, what have you heard? I liked him. I, um, you know, he had a uh, little Demonte Casey in him. You Where did he play? Uh, Florida A and M, I think. Okay. And I really, I, I, yeah. They they just gave. I just heard this. Okay, I just got this information. So I'm going to be calling him and and inviting him over and making sure he's yeah. FAMU and um, better and, watch out. Nate might have beat you too. Hey, that's, that's fine. Right. That's fine. Long Marquise Bell and it's spelled M A R K Q U E S E. Marquise Bell and I know that See, the Mike, Cowboys Mike, brought Mike him Mike in. Never could spell well, so Mike's my roommate spelled it way wrong. He's <laughs> got a whole nother way. I'm glad. You, how do you spell it again? Uh, M A R K. Q U E S E Marquis Bell. So go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, what, what was your roommate's name? Mike Haynes. Oh, not, not the. Not the. <laughs> I, I was going to say, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> I got to say that all the time. No. Mike Haynes is his name. Yeah. That's his son? Uh, it's his nephew. 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 Yes. Uh, he's got a great shot. I mean, when you, uh, you think about it, the Cowboys have not replaced Demonte Casey in either in as a with a draft pick yeah. or in free agency, mm-hmm. and he started 14 games last year. So I mean, there's an opportunity for a safety, yes. uh, an undrafted guy, and, and the Cowboys have a history, not just Michael Downs, no, but no. a more recent history of safeties making the roster because and, they don't want to spend a lot of money on safeties, mm-hmm. so they're always looking for somebody. Well, and, 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 and in general, in the NFL, safeties don't you know yeah. corners. You'll have 35 corners drafted a year, right. but you'll have 12 safeties. And that's funny because the safety to me is much more important. You know, when you think of the importance of it, like we talk about a Michael Downs or a Woodson, just being able to survey the field in the proper manner, you save so many touchdowns and create you 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 create opportunities for other players to make plays. So to me, that safety position is a very underrated. I don't understand why they look at it that way. That's, that's a good Tyron, name, that's, though. That's why Tyron Matthew was signing free agencies all over the place. He's, yep. he's always going to have a team. Got signed by the, the Saints. Saints. Yeah, he's back. Do you home. see all see what happens after the draft when guys look up and they go, "I don't have a job." That's, yeah, well, we got a few of them right here. You know, and it's like, okay, I'll. <laughs> Landry sign, still has no job. I'll sign a one year. Beckham deal. still does not have a job. Now you got Bradbury out there. Yeah, yeah. And the and Cowboys gave him a little extra money signing bonus, Marquise Bell too. So Did he, they? He, so Boy, he they was, do like him. He man. was a priority uh, free agent signing. Another safety, undrafted guy, Wanye Thomas out of Georgia Tech, uh, is another guy that they uh, signed after the draft. Actually, some, sometimes that money is their guarantee for the practice score. Oh, he's got – and they gave him that <laughs> money, money, and he's got <laughs> reportedly <laughs> 200 guaranteed, 200,000 guaranteed. They got so, money just for – wait, say that again? Practice like if you don't make the team, yeah, but you're guaranteed to make the practice squad. Okay, mm-hmm. and then whatever because they get paid now, like how much a week? It's gone up. It used to be like seven thousand a week or something like that, and I think it's gone up to and like thirteen. Oh maybe. my god, dude, this is so that's so unfair. Multiply seventeen <laughs> times need to thirteen. Go back and get and, some more money, man. Mm-hmm. Can we do that? Like go back and sue for more money. <laughs> Is that a way to do that? Um, but it's uh, back to um, back pay. That's what I yeah. want. Yeah, <laughs> want some back pay. Go ahead. The obviously the wide receiver, third round wide receiver. Yes. All eyes are going to be I on him. I want to see him. I mean, it, and because of the position he plays, Who is that? we can act. Jalen Tolbert, Tolbert. Yep. Jalen South Tolbert. Alabama. Yep. He's and he's got to play. They always have some uh, talent coming out of South Alabama. Uh, he's got to play immediately, right? Uh, I would think so. He needs to be ready. Mm-hmm. I mean, he needs to be able to beat out um, Noah Brown because Michael Gallup, Gallup's Gallup, not going to be ready. Gallup's not playing the first month month of the season, and and who knows how well he plays when he gets back? Okay, or and, how much he can play. And obviously the first-round draft pick, Tyler Smith, he's got to play immediately, right? Yeah. Okay. Starting guard. And, and, oh, yes. 
What? Starting what? Guard. Starting guard. First round. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. We picked a guard. <laughs> no, you picked a tackle. We picked a guard. You picked a tackle. We picked a guard in the they first round. They did exactly what I told wow. you. He's not. So a, what? Wait. Who he's called not that? Listening. Who called that? He's not a guard. No, no, you're not. He listening. is not a guard. Harrison's got a G on his shirt for guard. Come on, man. He's a tackle. Guard. Come on, man. He's never Come played. On. You know, first of all, I need to get a lot more credit for <laughs> what I figured hush, out. Hush. <laughs> hush. <laughs> he's a tackle. They're hoping he he's can transition. He's not a tackle right now. Yes, he is. No, he's not. Where's he lining up? Do what? What did you just say he was? I said what he's going to he start at guard. What did you say he was? start at guard. I but believe Bill. Mike. You said starting what? Guard. The, okay, man. Yeah. The, head what, what coach, the head coach said he was a left See, off. that's why he didn't want me on See, last week. Uh, that's that's why he didn't want me on last week. He doesn't week. want to listen. Because he knew I was going to. The coach said he was <laughs> he a left hush. offensive lineman. Yeah. He's a left sider. Left offensive line. He plays the left side. He's big enough. He plays both positions. They don't even. They can line up someone else somewhere else because he's so big. He's so good. He's He's going to take up the left side. Let me ask you one question. Yes. Where is he going to play first? Probably tackle, but they'll move him into guard. You're (laughs) lying. That's because Tyree's not going to be out there. I told you if, yeah, they, okay. took, if they took an offensive lineman in the first Here's round, good it one. has to be a tackle that can play guard. A rookie, rookie camp. Where is he lining up tomorrow? Rookie camp. Because Tyron's obviously not out there. Wow. Where is Tyler Smith going to line up? Who knows? How many tackles and how many guards do they have? Yeah, no. If, I, if you were going to talk about rookie camp, he would line up at tackle. Okay. Yeah, he would line up at tackle. Only because you don't have any other... I tackle, mean, you don't. Tackle, no, rookies at tackle. You don't have enough guys to play. Well, a game. those. Uh, who, well, uh, Josh Ball would qualify. He'll be Josh at this Ball. Camp. He'll yeah. be at this camp. He'll be a tackle. And so he'll be a tackle. Right, and what, 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 what side? What side is he playing? Right. I think. Well, he's been playing right. But and then we'll let we'll let's go. The fourth, yep, Matt, fifth we'll round. Well, let's pick go. Is a tackle. He's a tackle. So there's two tackles that you got there. They ain't got then no. You got, uh, they ain't got any you guards. Still, you, got, you still got. <laughs> I, you got Isaac Alarcone, the international player. He's, no guard. The he's, guard. A, he's a guard. He's okay. a guard. You got. Uh, oh, he was listed. Oh, as you a, mean the the Hispanic dude from yes. last year? Uh-huh. Yeah, like he's still here. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Oh, he's that's good. Yeah. But he's a free. Stuff. He's a. You freebie. got a tackle from A and M Commerce, Arnon Simon. Now, he was listed as a tackle when they signed him. I don't know if he is a tackle. But it's not like they're going to play football out there. I know, but but this gives us a clue (laughs) where they're going to be lined up. Are they going to train him as a tackle? You're not going to see a wide receiver out there snapping the ball just because it's rookie camp. Come on, man. I, bet so. I still I still carry my victory flag. I'm sorry. I, I, bet, I was right, Bill. I bet Simone uh-huh. I was right. I Is was Simone right. Simone the kicker? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Simone the kicker. He'll be the Simone deep, the tackle. Arnon Simone from A&M Commerce. Guy. All Dude, right. I, I was right, man. I, that, that's Oh, my God. After all these experts, I was right. I was correct. Okay, how about the uh, second round draft pick? The edge rusher from Ole Miss. Let me see. It says G-T. Yeah, but it says G-first. It says G-first. That's right. And it's not because it was an alphabetical order. Who else? Second round draft pick. Edge rusher Ole Miss. Is it Sam? Sam. Sam the man. We heard that he wants to be called D. D? For what? D-E. Defensive end. Really? D. Williams. Yeah, I saw that. I'll tell you what. So wait, wait. What are you going to call? So him? I was in. Is he, does he want to be a DN? Is that what you're saying? No, that's what he is. He is a DN. I thought he was. A, I thought he was a linebacker. No, no. He was. Uh, he played in, in at Ole Miss. They played a three-man front. He was basically a five-technique defensive end there. Okay. Yeah, he'll be okay. in coming my, off the edge. So I was in Jackson. My guys that watched Ole Miss all the time, and one of my friends was a. I think he's a donor at Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. Uh, they mm-hmm. love. They thought he was really good. Uh, in the struggled SEC? against the run in the SEC. Yeah, but uh, set great the, coming off the he, edge. Old Mess single season sack record. Is he better than Randy Gregory? He's, Did you sim- ask? he's similar. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's better. He got but the quick he's twist. Bigger. He's, he's got a the quick, quick twist. Like quick, go watch his film. His first step, and 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 I've noticed that uh, uh, Charles Haley's been hanging around here a little bit lately so he's gonna have some great 
mentor out there, right, for defensive end pass rushing. Damn, Charles Haley, mentor. It'll well, be. I never thought I'd see that. It'll be. <laughs> neither did the rest of us. Right. <laughs> uh, but they were they were really high on this guy. So, um, he he went the junior college route. Um, he had a similar upbringing that Des Bryant had. Um, I mean, that was part of his bio mm-hmm. in, in the draft up mm-hmm. process, removed from his mother and all, living with grandmother's aunts, a legal guardian mm-hmm. in high school, um, went to Northeast Mississippi Junior College, I think it is, and then uh, went to Ole Miss and made something out of himself. Mm, good stuff. All right. Anybody else you want to know about? Uh, there's all sorts of people. You're probably not going to see Damone Clark do too much. Right. Since he had the vertebrae fusion surgery that they discovered at the combine. So he's probably still five months away. Tight end, the fourth round pick, the tight end needs to contribute this year. Jake Ferguson out of Wisconsin. He needs to be the second guy. Mm hmm. You got skills? Um, when you're talking Wisconsin, Wisconsin, you, you, you probably really should think, block, right? Yeah, you don't think, pass, and that's what they block, need. Right. That second tight end has because they want to use two tight ends, and they don't have two tight ends that can go out there and block. So we the, used to have one. All of a sudden, they changed it to a wide receiver. Yeah. So there are real opportunities for the first four picks in the draft, right? Okay. And there's a real opportunity for uh, fifth-round pick John Ridgeway. Yes. Big John. Big John Ridgeway out of Arkansas. I figure if you're what's, Big John. What's his, what's his uh, position? He's a nose, nose tackle. 6'5", mm-hmm. 321. Three years with good uh, instruction at Illinois State, by the way. And then finished up in Arkansas. And in Arkansas. Wow, that's a path. <laughs> not uncommon these days. I see. Yeah. I see. Yeah. He I, went. He went. He was in normal Illinois. Normal. All right. <laughs> normal. That's the name of the city. Uh, Illinois. Illinois State. State. With an L, not normal. A, mm-hmm. Wow. All right. So uh, that about wraps this thing up. Are the uh, Mavs going to win tonight? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. They're going to figure the out Mavs that- winning tonight. You sounded very shaky. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I was going to say <laughs> they're going to figure out they're not playing pickup at the gym, like just dribble, just dribble, keep and shoot. Keep the ball shoot. moving, man. Keep the ball mm-hmm. moving. What do you think got in their heads? Well, you got Luca Magic, you know? You yeah, well, Luka there was magic. no magic. Yeah. It was like, then the other guys. It's very enticing. You what, have to, it it you was know. like one possession shots. And down to like three seconds left on the shot clock. Yeah, line. and it's like, time. okay, now I got to right. haul something up. Hopefully they go home and same thing happened with the stars on, on, uh, yeah, what on happened, Friday. What happened to the stars last night? Because uh, I left the TV station. I'll it was one you. nothing going into the third. I got home and they lost three to one. <laughs> don't don't be afraid to score two goals. Okay. Because they're leading one to nothing for two and a half. And they periods. assumed a defensive mm-hmm. posture. And, and you got to be perfect, right? And they weren't perfect. They scored. And this is the playoffs, right? Yeah. And then they scored again, and then the playoffs last one was open, open Nets goal. So they got to win on Friday. So both teams got to win Thursday and Friday. And bringing it back to the Cowboys, this yes. is the first time in 14 years that the Cowboys, Mavericks, and Stars are playing playoff games in the same calendar year. In the same wow. season? In 14 yep. years. Yep, since 2008, the 2007 season for the Cowboys. Okay, now look up when the Rangers were part of it. And there, it has never happened where... <laughs> <laughs> He's ready for that one. <laughs> it's never happened where the Rangers, Cowboys, Stars, and Mavericks have played playoff games in the same calendar year. 96? Nope, but uh, one of them did. No, Mavericks were horrible then. Oh, they were. Yeah, oh, that's right. Richie Adubato. Oh, yeah, yeah, or yeah, yeah. Quinn Buckner. Or <laughs> I was trying was to think. Of. I was just trying to think yeah. when the Rangers were in the playoffs. Well, you start throwing some names under the bus. There, <laughs> well, you got some names. And then, I love Richie names Adubato. At the ready to just throw them under that bus, boy. <laughs> and oh, then no, they eight. No, that was Dick Miley. <laughs> <laughs> and then they went. To, they went. They went to the World Series in 
10 and 11, right? And the Cowboys certainly yep. weren't in any playoffs. Mm, those were eight and eight years 11. here. No, 10 was 6 and 10. Yeah. Yeah, wishing for eight and eight. Yeah, eight and eight would have been good. <laughs> <laughs> when they went eight and eight in, in Jason Garrett's first year, that was like, oh, okay. Yeah, we, we got we jumped up. Yes. Well, he just gone five and three. Five and three the year before. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's right. All right, are you out of mix shots? I think so. Okay, I could find some though if you want to continue. That's all right. I got to get out to a golf course. Yeah, I got to say goodbye to what? Go, Maverick Stars, Rangers, Cowboys. You got to say goodbye to. Them. <laughs> same go. To oh, you're saying go. Go. Yeah, go. Yeah. Yeah. About a golfer. I'm going out to the Byron Nelson right now. Over in Jordan Spieth in there. Scotty Scheffler. Scheffler. Our Scheffler. Scheffler. He's teeing off at 106. Oh, yeah, I got to get out. I mean, yeah, go Scheffler. Oh, you're gonna miss Spieth, his first shot. He and Spieth are playing together. Wow. At 106 this afternoon Speed's and then the 7.56. Speed is on the roll. He did win his last start. Yep. How about Zal Scheffler's on a more of a roll. He's but, won four tournaments this year. I thought Speed did well in the last major. No, nah, he did not. He didn't make the Sheffler. cut. Yeah. Well, no, I know Scheffler. No, that I know. <laughs> and Speed did not make not the cut. He won the next yeah. week. <laughs> He won the next yeah. tournament yes. after yes. the It's actually a pretty good field out here at the Byron Nelson because – Locals. Well, and because the PGA Championship is next week mm. at uh, Southern Hills in Tulsa. Ah. And so uh, so you've got more guys that are tuning up for that. And Proximity. Stopped here. You going to go that place. too? Uh, I don't think so. Oh, Because yeah. I'm going to be covering the Mavericks and the Stars in the playoffs That's next right. week, right? That's right. Because the Mavericks are not only winning tonight, they're going to win Game 7 in Phoenix. Right, Mickey? <sighs> Maybe where, not. Where they haven't won since 2019. Yeah. I don't know. If yeah. they were taking it last night or the other night, that yeah. would have been something. But, yeah. boy, they ran off on You know them. what, though? If I would hate to be a team – Playing the Mavericks in a one-game yes, playoff because you never know yeah, when that those Luka, threes ooh. will start. Well, rolling. and it's, it's just I with Luca we with, with Luca on that other side. I am I, Phoenix needs to take care of business in the tonight. first half of this last game. I'm telling my son, we're going to win four in a row. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're going to win four in a row. I just knew it. I could just see it. Then the, then the third quarter started. Mm-hmm. All right. That's enough Mavs talk for this week here on Mixed Shots. <laughs> and, oh, I can't wait till next week as Mickey will have some shots to fire after he sees these rookies the next couple of days Absolutely. At, at a rookie minicamp. And a salute to all our area sports teams from Everson Walls as we close Go it out. Go Mavericks, Stars, Rangers, and Cowboys. And Sheffler. And Spieth. <laughs> and Spieth. <laughs> This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!